What's good, Defenders? And if it's the night before a match, you know what that means here on Defenders of the Bank. It's time for one more sleep, and we've only got two left in the regular season, and no more. At BMO Stadium, we head to the road. You know my voice, it's the scarf. J.R. Liebert sitting here in front of the semi-famous scarf wall, ready to roll for the second to last time here on One More Sleep next to my partner in pod, one Christian Philly Philemon. Ah, it's a beautiful Friday afternoon scarf. The sun is shining, hence the sunglasses, and life is good for the time being. One normally would not wear sunglasses in this town after it rains. Or while we occur or incur a rainstorm. And by rainstorm, I mean the rain of goals that occurred at BMO Stadium. And that obviously brings with it the sunshine. Hence, I'm feeling good as we're heading south to Texas. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the, the heart. heart of Texas. Yeah, ATX, baby. A very hungry team currently sitting in 10th place. A team that still has playoff hopes on the line. We, on the other hand, have clinched playoffs, but we need to clinch the home field advantage. So we have something to play for these next two games. Yeah, Ruben's telling us it's early. It's actually exactly 24 hours until the match. LAFC just tweeted out 24 hours. We're here 24 hours prior. I unfortunately have to go to a meeting tonight, which is why we're doing this a little bit earlier. But we thank you guys and all of the millions. And millions for coming out for an earlier One More Sleep. We know a lot of you have already started your weekends. Thank you, Philly. Hashtag You're welcome. Scarf. We'll put that one up on the board. Why not? And Philly, the only Verde I like is salsa. You give me those Doritos salsa Verde chips. Those are some of my favorite ones out there. Not a big fan of the Verde and Black in Austin, although this has certainly not been Austin's year. They were hoping to follow up their Western Conference final spot with another run to the playoffs. And Philly, as of right now, they are on the outside looking in. It might be safe to say there's a little bit of hangover from losing that big match last year. Hangover indeed. I mean, we walloped them on October the 30th. It was bad, Scarf. Three to nothing. We were on hand at BMO Stadium. Several other people were. It was not what I expected out of a Western Conference final. Not one against a team that had previously beaten us 4-1 earlier in the summer in August. Arguably our worst game of that year. But things turned around. And uh, I, I'm hoping that things will turn around as we go down to Austin as well. You're right. You said it. 10th place, 38 points, but still just slightly below the playoff line because they get themselves a couple of wins. They can get themselves back into the playoff hunt. It's a team that's still a pretty good at home with a record of 7-5-4, and four, and they've got a lot of really talented players on that team. So it's not a team that I would ever want to sleep on. And quite honestly, for us, Scarf, it's hard to win on the road this season. It really has been. So regardless of whether we're playing Austin or the Colorado Rapids, LAFC should not take any of these games lightly because they themselves single-handedly put themselves in a position to where they're not going to clinch the West and they have to compete and contend for top four, which gets us the home field advantage, which by the way, I'm still not a big fan of this playoff format. Just means that, well, we're going to continue to postpone the inevitable. And more importantly, we're going to have to spend more money on tickets. Yeah, come on. Apple TV took over. So, you know, they're shoving as many games down your throat come playoff time as possible. Philly, 
this is a club that absolutely needs to win in order to make the playoffs. And by that, I'm talking about Austin FC. They are three points back with two to play. But if they lose to us, it's pretty much all over but the shouting. They are not good on the back line. That's going to be the big thing for them. Yes, they had their first clean sheet since June 25th in MLS. That is rough. A 3-0 win over D.C. United. That's another club that's going in opposite directions. But look, this is a club that has already had a Bawanga hat trick hung on them once this season. April 8th, 3-0 at BMO, the very same scoreline from when we whooped up on them in the Western Conference Final. Philly, we had 29 shots on, uh, on our last match. We had 26 shots the last time we faced Austin FC. And I am predicting more of the same. You may need to put those sunglasses back on inside, my friend, because it could be raining even more shots and even more goals down in Austin. You're not wrong. And you're certainly right about the Swiss cheese-sized holes that they have in their back line. And while they are riding a positive momentum, having beaten D.C. United at home, you got to look at their past couple of games to really get an indicator as to who this team is. They they lose a stinker to a team that really is wretched in Major League Soccer, in that of the Colorado Rapids. But the game that was the most embarrassing for them had to have been the draw they gave up to the Galaxy. They were up substantially by, by two goals with minutes left to go. I mean, we're in the 80s, and they absolutely blew it to a Carson Galaxy team that um, is also contending for their playoff lives. But that being the case, we no longer have to see the likes of Diego Fagundes on this team. He is now playing a little south of where we are right now. But I, I don't like Austin's prospects. I gauged them the same way I gauged Minnesota when we tackled and handled them efficiently. It's a team that's going to be playing like a wounded animal, hungry to get into the show, but we're going to slam the door shut on them. Look, here's what I think is going to happen. I said it for these last couple of games. We are going to start playoff mode early. I think we saw that in our 5-1 victory just a couple of days ago. We responded from giving up an early, awful goal. I mean, there was no excuse for that goal. We responded with a five spot. And I think we are going to see more of the same over these last couple of matches. Of course, we've got Austin. And then in two weeks, we head on over to BC Place for Vancouver. I think we You're are not driving to there again, are you? I am not driving to BC Place. I'm not even sure I'm going to BC Place, to be perfectly honest with you. Who the hell drives to Vancouver from LA? That guy. I, I still think you're utterly out of your mind. The amount of time and money you would have saved just by simply flying. Yeah, but I would have enjoyed Vancouver story. a little more. I wouldn't have the story and you wouldn't have been able to make fun of me. So there you go. And that's sure. That's a reason to drive 20 plus hours. Yeah, right. There you go. Speaking of reasons, let's talk about the reasons to watch this match. Our players to watch in this match. And for me, I was shocked. If you haven't been over to our Twitter or X, whatever we're calling it, at Defend the Bank. Please make sure you check out at Defend the Bank, us on Twitter. That's us. That's bank with a C. I was shocked. Take a look at the comparison of two different players' stats up there. I will tell you that one of those players is my player to watch in this match, one Timothy Tillman. I will not tell you who the player with zero goals, 
zero assists, zero goal contributions of any kind with the exact same number of starts and minutes. Absolutely shocked about this. But my player to watch is Timothy Tillman because I think we're going to start seeing more and more and more of Timothy Tillman as the playoffs move forward. And I think especially with the injury to Kellen Acosta, we saw him in street clothes last match. I do not expect to see him out there much, if at all. Philly, is he out? Is he listed out for this match or is he just questionable? Questionable. Yeah. I I think – I don't think we're going to see much of Kellen Acosta. I think they're going to do everything they can to get Kellen healthy because, look, Kellen's set pieces are still a thing of beauty when he is on. But Timothy Tillman might be the answer for who starts in the midfield alongside Matush Bogush and Ilya Sanchez. Who would have thought that it would be Timothy Tillman? But I think we're going to see a lot more of him. Brad Stuver. More like Brad, Bad Stuver. Am I right? <laughs> I, I butchered the landing on that joke, but either way, uh, has LAFC been a victorious this season? I'll have to check, Mendo, but sit tight just one second. Ooh, Brad you, Stuver, go, you talk, I'll check. There you go. Brad Stuver is normally a very solid keeper. How yeah, bad memories. You should know this. Off the a three-nothing win over DC United on Wednesday was his first clean sheet since June 25th. Now, some of this is not his fault. Some of this is because he has an awful back line. But Brad Stuver has had to make a league-high 122 saves on the season. He has given up a league-high 50 goals allowed. That's a 50-piece that he has allowed on the season. And 19 keepers have more than his six clean sheets on the year. While this has been a rough season for the front for the back line in front of Brad Stuver, he has not done his part either. I know that he is not the problem in Austin, but he is used to seeing a lot of shots. And that being said, he should continue to see more shots from LAFC. We talked about it already. 26 shots the last time we played them back in April. 29 shots for LAFC in our last match. And I think we are going to have 20-plus shots yet again. And we are going to see a lot of Brad Stuver having to do a lot of work for Austin FC. So June 10th, we got absolutely whooped by the Dynamo 4 to nothing. I suppose we uh, I put that in the back burner. Forgot all about that. Then July 1st, we got beat by Dallas uh, down in Frisco 2 to nil. So, yes, we have not won a game in the state of Texas. So we didn't win a game in Texas all of last season either, if I'm not mistaken. In fact, yeah. that really bad stretch that we had was all courtesy of those teams down in Texas. So hopefully that answers that question. All right. My players to watch. I don't even remember who I chose. Uh-oh. Who did I choose? Aha. Now, Sebastian Driussi is really the rock star on this team. No questions, no doubt about it. But my thing was, on the player availability report, he was questionable. So it doesn't make sense to put a player that is questionable. Uh, right hamstring is what he's questionable for. And uh, happens to be the same thing your good buddy, Jossie Zardes, is questionable for. And by the way, Max Arruti is as well with his left knee. So that being the case, got to go with the next best thing. This guy gets better and better every season that there is. John Gallagher, not pronounced Gallagher, it's Gallagher. He, uh, he leads this team in assists with eight. He's one of their top scorers with six. A guy who absolutely contributes uh, 
plenty of ways offensively and a guy that I've actually enjoyed watching. I like a lot of things about Austin as a city, not so much the team, but if there is a player that I, I have a decent amount of respect for would be John Gallagher. Pretty solid player. We need to keep an eye on him. If Sebastian Driussi does not play either way, if he does, that's the guy to watch. As far as LAFC is concerned, look, this is easy. The confidence is high. He's currently on top of the golden boot. He wants to solidify himself. He wants to push for 20. It's what he told us. And I think he's going to do it. He's got two games to do it, and he's riding a hot streak. Look at Denny's scoring over this last year. It gets quiet, and then it just comes nonstop like flurries of snow in Anchorage, Alaska. He's going to continue to do his thing, and he's going to continue to be the focal point of our offense because if he's not, our gooses are cooked. You need to check out our good buddy Justin Ruderman's Substack. He has an article on whether or not he uh, believes that Denny, uh, LAFC has become too reliant on Denny Buanga, and the simple answer to that question is yes. Way too reliable, way too reliable, relying on him way too much. So if Danny doesn't score, our gooses are cooked. But no goose is going to be had by FC Broccoli. No siree. Danny October won. of 2021. October of 2021 was the last time LAFC won in Texas. That's really? Not- yeah. There you go. Against yeah. October 21, 2021. October 21. Who? Dallas? No, oh, now I have to go back and look. I think it was Houston, but forget it. Forget it. It's not important. Let's move on. The 80s kicking in. Let's get into our keys to the match. And I've got a couple simple ones. The first is to continue the momentum. We absolutely need to continue the momentum of this last match. 29 shots. I mean, we must have had what 13, 14 on target, if I remember correctly. I think it was 14 on target. Yes, Dane St. Clair looked very good, made a lot of good saves. But, wow, did we do our job in absolutely firing it at the back of the net against Dane St. Clair. We need to continue to do that. We need to continue to make the runs in the box, the overlapping runs, the passes through. We need to continue to put pressure on the back line, especially a back line that is as bad as Austin FC's. Again, I feel like a broken record, but I've said it. I feel like we are going to see 20 to 25 to maybe even 28, 30 shots from LAFC in this match. I know we only played a few days ago, but so did they. There is no excuse. If they're tired, great. If we're tired, great. Nobody cares. There's no excuses anymore. We have two matches left in the regular season, and we need to absolutely continue the momentum, which bleeds into my second point. Philly wanted to make an alliteration, so we're going to season Stuver. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to say pepper Stuver defenders. Yeah. And the same thing is you can do that seasoning. It's, it's more fun that way. I hear you. Uh, so yeah, look, it's the bottom line is keep the offensive pressure up. And I say that because I'm not worried about our defensive pressure. Yes. We gave up a softy in the fourth minute and it was awful, but look, it seems like, and Steve Trundolo even alluded to this in the press conference. It seems like we're giving up maybe one or two solid chances a match. And it seems like the teams are scoring on those one or two solid chances a match. We are not giving up much, but teams have been very, very lucky. I think that will start to regress back to the mean a little bit. I think these teams are starting to get a little more unlucky as we get our defense set up for the playoffs. We get our backline combination set. We gave Ryan Hollingshead a little bit of a rest last match. We gave Cheeky Palacios a little bit of a rest last match. 
Really looking forward to seeing what our back line does throughout the playoffs, which is why I continue to press that it's got to be the offensive end of things. Andres, welcome. We don't we don't normally time these things properly because, well, it's all a matter of scheduling, which is why we'll never schedule them. But thank you for catching us live. Much, uh, much appreciated. And where's the, where's the other one? Where's the other one? Let's meet next time. If you're at the at BMO for the playoff game, make sure you let us know. We'll meet you on the concourse or wherever. Always love to get to meet members of the millions. And millions. Defenders of the bank listeners. It's always fun. It's, y- y'all are really the reason why we, we keep doing this. Uh, nobody would listen to us. I, I don't know if Scarf and I would really care to be doing this. Maybe we would. I don't know. Uh, keys to the game. Mine. Let's see now. What did I write? Aha. Contain. Austin's attack. They're a team that can score and they score pretty proficiently when they actually do score. Obviously they put up a couple of goals on the galaxy. They've been known to score goals when they can, because they have some pretty good players in that of Gallagher in that of Drew. UC. Uh, Emilio is also pretty good. We like to call him rigatoni because it makes me think of pasta and food and it's dinner time. And I wouldn't mind some rigatoni right now. I know that's not his real name, but they got a couple of players that are really good at finding the back of the net. The uh, thing is, and as you said, their defense is not very good. Uh, only the Galaxy and the Portland Timbers have allowed more goals this season than Austin has. So if we continue to take care of business the way that we did last game and the Galaxy game, we should be able to shut this door relatively quickly. We can't leave it open because we don't want to give this team any shred of hope that they can compete in this game. They're they're riding the high of having beaten D.C. United 3-0, but let's face it, Scarf and I could score against D.C. United this season. So if we absolutely whoop up on them early to begin with, I think we got a pretty good shot at walking out of this game with three points, which has been very hard for us to do. Winning on the road again, I can't help but reiterate, not something that is very easy for LAFC, but... We know that Austin can't close games and they allow a lot of goals. So there's no reason why we can't walk away with a dub. Yeah, you mentioned Emiliano Rigoni. Look, he's starting to figure things out from August to now. He's got three goals and two assists in his last nine matches. A player we need to make sure we watch their second leading scorer pretty much non-existent over the last month of the season. And Jossie Zardes, September and October, no goals for Jossie and uh, not even the eighteen for three of their final six masters matches. So a little confused as to where they think they're going to get their goals other than their top man, Sebastian Driussi, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, let's get into our scoring predictions. Look, I was relatively conservative. It used to, it used to slide over so we could build up to it. What happened to my building of the momentum? And now it's just, it just says it right there. I don't know. I mean, I, we need to, we need to rehire producer Panda. Yeah. Not watch. that uh, we fired her or anything, but once she started working again, she walked out on us. You, uh, yours is going to slide over. Watch Philly. Philly favors his own slides in here. Watch. I don't even know how to do that. Watch That's what happens high. on the slide. I say two nothing. Maybe I'm selling Denny Bowanga short. Maybe he's going to get another hat trick. But I think Denny is absolutely going to get at least one more. And I'm waiting, man. I am waiting for somebody else to step up. I know Fufu Krastev seems to be the super sub if we need somebody to score with twice on the season scoring within six minutes of him coming into the match. I've been waiting a little bit more for a look. I, I get that we got an own goal off of a back heel by Kike Oliveira, but let's be perfectly honest. If, if he wasn't there to touch that ball, where is that back heel going? It wasn't going anywhere near the goal. That thing was going to go right across the mouth of the goal. I'm not sure what Kike Oliveira was even trying to do there. 
but we need a little bit of help on the front line. Mario Gonzalez, they were basically playing keep away of that ball with him last time. I, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do on the front line. Carlos Vela is, is looking a little tired. I'll be honest. Carlos Vela did not have his best game last game. But we need I mean, a little he had, bit. He had a couple of assists. He was really a big part of a lot of that buildup. Yeah, I mean, he had hockey assists, but he still made things happen. And he sure. did I mean, look, the, the ball is moving better, especially in the last game. And I think that's the key. So I may be selling ourselves short to nothing, but long flight, well, actually relatively long flight, short turnaround, lots of players playing the full 90 last game, but not a lot, lots of players not having to play the full 90, which I think was great. Yes, Carlos did that one slide last game. That's true, Ruben. I apologize. He had that one thing that he did that one time. But either way, I say it was 2 nothing, Philly, I have a feeling you're going to be more bullish than me. I don't know your score prediction, but watch it slide across the screen in a very nice way. Hold on a second. No, you're trying not to make it do that. You suck. Go back. Pistola Ivanescente. Mario Gonzalez. Pistola Ivanescente. That Uh means vanishing pistol. (laughs) (laughs) Philly Philly is trying to Google Translate Spanish. This is my favorite part. This is my favorite part. You know what I love about the Google Translate thing? Like, I'm looking at the word at first, and, like, my jaw kind of dropped. I'm like, I don't even want to attempt to say that. But if you hit the button, it enunciates it for you. Here, check this out. This is great. I really hope that you're right with that. Otherwise, we may have just offended Well, uh, Maybe if, if it was a bad slang thing, that means something derogatory. I apologize. I literally just wanted to know what Vanishing Pistol translated to. Oh, I, I, hope it, I hope it's one of those Spanish phrases that absolutely means something different than what it actually is. But either way, Philly, uh, go, go with your score prediction. Watch it slide across the screen all nicely. What a jerk. Look at that. I'm sorry. I swear I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why your slides have been eviscerated in terms of build. I really don't. I just update the info on them. Panda does all this stuff. I don't know how any of this stuff works. No, I'm not going to be more bullish than you because, again, it's not very easy for us to win on the road. But I think we're going to end the game relatively Easily, no, rel- we're going to end the game relatively early, one to nothing, and that's going to be your scoring line. Denny gets 18. That's really all I have to say about that. I don't see LAFC going down to Austin and having another offensive explosion. I view them as winning the game, getting one by, but having a similar effort in the sense that they're going to have a ton of goals, uh, not goals, a ton of shots on uh, shots on target, a bunch of shots on goal, but only one getting past Stuver. Stuver's a good keeper, man. Let's we 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 have to hand it to him. He was team of the week, uh, team of match day, I should say. And if he had a much better back line. Austin wouldn't be in the position that they were in having allowed 50 goals this season and operating with a minus four goal differentials with a couple of games left. Look, even blind squirrels stumble into acorns every now and then Brad Stuver with a solid game, but he can't follow that up against the reigning MLS cup champions. Philly's got one, nothing. I've got two, nothing. We've got about 23 hours until the match defenders nation tell us what you think is going to happen mario roberto ruben mendo oscar everybody else who's been in the chat we love you guys so much thank you for being a part of one more sleep philly you're still a jerk for the way your slides come out and mine don't but either way we do have really cool oh i always forget ruben always helps us out everybody check out the screen don't forget to like subscribe and turn on notifications that's right hit that bell do the dinging thing whatever you got to do do the play. dinging thing that's that's great scar yeah play our cool outro music why not yeah bye